Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. Happy Thursday to the Mail-In fam out there. Randy is just jamming to the Mail-In theme song. Kind of distracting, to be honest with you. I am your host, Brett Merriman. In the co-host chair today, you may know him as your uh, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. That's Dave Ruff. So is Randy always like this during the mail-in? No, it's usually very early, and he's not a morning guy, as we as we come to uh, find out. Okay. Well, he's he's really uh, onto one right now. Thank you for having me. Thanks for uh, for, for being here, Dave. He, ever since he started riding his bike into work, you know, he's got the, the juices are flowing. Yeah. He was a little he was damp coming in today. Straight up moist. Do you like the hat that he wears? He wears the little like visor thing. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. It's kind of funny. He has the visor little uh, little biker hat with did his you, helmet. Did you go you went helmet, right? You always go helmet. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, he goes helmet, but then he doesn't he's uh he's he's self-aware enough. He doesn't wear the biker shorts or the or the the tight shirt. Sure. He just wears a cutoff. Randy, would you like to to comment on your biking outfit well, well it's, it's a tank top usually high vis chartreuse to make sure people know that i'm uh i'm i'm riding around yeah the cap is uh mainly just for to keep the sweat out of your eyes that's that's why i wear it did you say high riz hi dude you know that i'm the the fucking the rizzler that's the, the kind of stuff you can expect from me i know a lot of sal gals are sad that she's not in then it's mm-hmm. me but i think by the end of the show i'm gonna win over the sal gals that's kind of the goal dave uh what's What's been going on since you last last appeared on the Mail In podcast? I don't know how long ago that might have been. Podcasting, sure. Uh, some more of that. Mm-hmm. Social media, digital media. You did post a reel the other day. How has that performed? Um, are you talking about the reel on Too Much Dip? No, I'm talking about the. Uh, well, oh, you, my you can t- you can talk about the viral reel on Too Much Dip. Congratulations! Oh, I don't like by to talk way. about that, except for every time I look at it. Um. No, I, I did post one of my personal Instagram, uh, at DC Ruff. Sure. A lot of people say you shouldn't post a reel, especially a reel that Instagram suggests to you without, you know, it's hard to even post it, but if you're going to post it, maybe tweak it a little bit, add some photos, change the song. I did none of that. I just posted mm-hmm. it as is. They served it up. I said, you know what? We're going to give it a run. At DC Ruff, we're looking at somewhat like something like 10K listens oh, or you views. Put, you put the K on there. The K is on there. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's not a bad call given that if Instagram serves you something up, you might as well take advantage because chances are they're gonna they're gonna push that. They're gonna reward you yeah. for being a, an obedient little puppy dog. And I have no um look, I know it's not viral. We're not even approaching micro viral, but you know, from my little Instagram account, I'm I'm having fun. And uh just because the photos were from like two years ago or something, mm-hmm. it's just a photo dump. Down memory lane. So it's a, a a multi-year photo dump. Photo dumps are popular lately, Dave. Have you have you heard about this? Yes. People are just doing like this was April, and they're posting not necessarily themselves. It could be a, it could be a pizza box. It could be a tree. Uh, it could That's be a thing one the of kids are doing one of themselves. You yeah. know, maybe it didn't make the 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 limelight. They didn't want to solo post it, so mm-hmm. they put it in the dump just to get the uh, that engagement cranking. You got to do that. And and I could have told you that as a 38-year-old man, I'm pretty dialed into the ins and outs of Instagram. Sure, as a, as a 28 soon to be 29-year-old man. Mm. When's that birthday? May 30th, Dave. What's the plan? Coming up on 19 days. You know, we we've been throwing around a boat. Getting it's Memorial Day weekend though, and it, as it always is uh for my birthday, so it's kind of you got to got to balance people being either out of town, you know, have have plans already usually whatever lake we end up on growing up ended up is like a semi-birthday party in a way sure um so i'm thinking maybe like a little thursday before everybody heads out of town boat situation okay for happy hour is that not the uh scheduled day of our no that is not that is the We're doing our, our circling our meetup. Our meetup. We're having a, a boys meetup. Correct. Not for not for our, our listeners. Okay. It's yeah, just sorry. for us. Yeah, it's just for us. By the way, this no is ribs for you. I'm breaking this to you on the podcast. Okay. Uh the sponsor of that event, which y'all will soon come to find out, is sending over mitts and balls. So we're getting some brand new mitts. Randy Randy did just buy a mitt. You bought a mitt for like four dollars though, right? Your mid is trash. I had a fifty dollars gift card to a Coles. Uh, no, no, to a, a different 
competitor of this uh, thing. Good, good call. So I paid $14 for it after the gift card. Guys, still, I, then I wasted my gift card. I can't wait to have a catch. I hate when people say it that way. <laughs> I say, I'm, I'm a play catch guy, and have a catch just doesn't – it doesn't – something in my brain, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It, sh- it short circuits you a little bit. It I does. It really does. Yeah, well, I've heard it my whole life. I, I look forward to throwing a baseball and catching a baseball with you. How about that? Is that a better way? More succinct? It's like it when the British people say they're going to have a Chinese. That's what? how they say it. Instead of saying they're going to get Chinese food or like get Chinese, they say have a Chinese. And TikTok's been <laughs> just, their brains have been busted. I mean, I'm familiar with have a uh, have a chat, obviously, in the if they're getting English Chinese food, they're countries. having a Chinese. Is that only for Chinese food? But yeah. Like, what is I, it about other? I, it might be like they're having a Mexican. I'm not sure, but I know for sure it's Chinese. Okay. We should probably uh, get off this topic. Have an Italian. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Thank you for balancing that out, David. See? We are the Mail-In Podcast. We answer questions and uh, try to help you guys out. Please subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast, or at the bottom of this episode in the description, Dave, mm. if, if you're so inclined. Hit up the store, watchmedia.shop, and hit up the YouTube, youtube.com slash Podcast, where you can see uh, too much dip now going fairly viral. Arguably viral. Viral, arguably viral, viral yeah. Biggest clip in company history. Not bad. Shout out to Cool Adam. Not bad. People are calling out your lack of knowledge, though, on the... Uh, UFC positions, I guess you could call that. There's a lot of people. Uh, uh, I've I've heard them described as uh, white belts, chubby white belts that are in there, um, mm. making trying to make fun of me when like the joke went over their head and they don't even realize what they're saying is inaccurate. So, just saying, just we don't saying. have to we don't have to harp on that. That's that's interesting that you you had to really hammer that point home and kind no, of put I, me in my place a little I, bit. I right? was just I was just saying that's I think a lot of the commenters. Wanted to wanted to dig at you for that, and I don't think it was warranted. Uh, you know what? Whatever. I'll take impressions however I can get them. A ninja chop versus a whatever the technical, more The technical. ninja choke versus the guillotine. They do right. look similar, actually. Okay. A lot of people don't know that, and clearly a lot of people on YouTube, but that's fine. Grainy video could have, you know. I'm not mad about it. Clearly, I'm over it. Right. You're, you're viral. I'm viral. Can't take that away from me. Sure can't. Here we go, Dave. Hey, guys. There was a recent ick list covered on Circling mm. Back about guys from ladies. You may think this question is going one way, but we won't go there. What are the ick lists from your friend groups for a typical weekend out? So for those unfamiliar, we did a uh, we did some commentary on Circling Back yesterday. Uh, the University of Georgia, I guess it was the Chicks account from University of Georgia, posted a notes app list of things that gave the the girls the ick. Yes, I, I believe this was produced by a, um, I've been told, a sorority uh, gal. Right. And it got made its way up to the uh, UGA Chicks account. Yep. And um, there's even been a, a fellow's ick list that's been issued, as we learned this morning. The University of Alabama has, has dropped their ick list for women. The boys clap back. Right, absolutely, which we are not going to do. No. But I, this is where this... This is this stems from. Now, this ick list is about things uh, you see on a typical weekend out that perhaps give you the the cringe, the ick, the uh, ugh. I don't sure. want to see that. I'll I'll lead off just so you know where we're going. One of the things that gives me an ick when I'm a typical weekend out, a typical night out, maybe with the boys or with the girls, Dave. I don't discriminate. Is when somebody treats. The bartender and or waiter or waitress like shit. I cannot stand people that don't know ordering bar uh, restaurant etiquette. Absolutely. The demeaning nature of of when they go to the bartender or just yelling at them from across the bar, like, hey, where the where the F is my tequila? You know, just stuff like that. Where I'll 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 end up making eye contact with the bartender, just like shaking my head, like I'm so sorry for what this d- drunk asshole has has just done. Sure, um, that's a big one, especially at dinner or at a restaurant. Like, 
I don't like it when people don't acknowledge the wait staff when they like refill your water or mm -hmm. bring you something. You know, I, I like I yeah. oh, maybe I'm guilty of overthinking. I am totally guilty. Of, I'm I, an overthinker. I I think, but I, I just I don't like. I feel weird just not acknowledging someone. Totally agree. I overthink because I say thank you when they when they pick up the water to start pouring, mm -hmm. and then I say appreciate it. No no a just appreciate it upon finishing. Yeah, you got to cut down on those syllables. Right. Yeah. I do too many thank yous. And you're West Texas Brett. Well, I mean, I am wearing, I guess, kind of a West Texas get up today. But Yeah, I appreciate it. I uh, appreciate it. No, that's good. I think I went a little bit of a different way with this. So sure. For me, I don't get out too often. Um, but if a bar has a line, a oh, line of people oh, outside of it, not a, a line of cocaine – the bar sure. has a line of people of say more than three people that I'm like, and we're going to go wait in it, waiting in line at a bar, like, especially one that's just, I, it's just, I don't want to, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm probably mm -hmm. not going to have a good time inside that bar because it's one in one out. It's going to be nut to butt. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just not doing that these days. Dave, if a bar is nut to butt period. Sure. I'm, I'm out. Exactly. Uh, it's I'm too old to be, you know, trying to. We have to get to the bathroom multiple times. We have to get to the bar multiple times. We're not, you know, we're not ripping sh shots. We're, we we need. Hey, hand up, bathroom boy, right here. Sure. Small bladder noted. I need a clear pathway, and I'm happy to to bury Sanders a little bit. Yeah. To get through, but I don't want a John Runyon. Do it, you over excuse me when you're walking through like a crowded bar? I, or, I over oop. Excuse oop, me. Oop. Oh, sneak. Let me uh, sneak through. I, for whatever reason, and I, I think about it every time I do it, but I always, with the same same pitch, same inflection, same everything, I just go, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And I'm like, did I even have to say anything? I didn't. It's like, it's it's kind of like me, lady. Excuse me. It's appreciate it. Yep, yep. Appreciate All you, right. pal. Yeah, sneak. Let me sneak by you right here. My biggest ick. Okay. And this is, uh, you know, night out, dinner and drinks, whatever. The boys are getting together. Mm -hmm. um, let's say you've got a group of eight guys. That's a big group, maybe six guys. Check comes. Everybody wants a separate check. Yep, Dave. I'm I'm totally with you on. And I know we've you've probably covered this ground many times on this show, mm -hmm. but that is one thing that it's like. Either one guy gets it, one gal gets it, or you all throw your cards in and split it. Unless there's something so egregious in it. And then even if there is one guy who got there late and had like one soda pop. Usually he he is just that, excluded from the entire exactly. operation. Yeah. Make it right. But yeah, don't don't make the waiter, especially at like on like a, a big night, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He's probably that waiter's got six different tables. Don't make them go line item out your your receipt and split everything up it's just it's just a beating i don't know where my i've never been in the service industry so this this empathy is just innate right when somebody even if it's splitting like six checks down the middle i i get hair on the back of my neck stands up really yeah i i am like i'm not necessarily the points guy but i want to be points guy i've always wanted to be that guy too because it's just like hey still listen this is let's make it easy one card i want you want to get on with your day you want us out of here we're probably too rowdy we're, we're making a scene i'm sorry for the steakhouse dinner that got a little too much slopped up your steaks and now we have to split this nine ways for it's like i don't i'm sorry and if that okay and if you're able to do it and I know I'm 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 maybe in a, a different uh, age range than a lot of the listeners. Sure, but sure, yeah. If you're with a group like that, and let's say you were that table, and you did make uh, the waiter split it up or mm -hmm. whatever, uh, compensate them accordingly. Of course, Have make to. it make it worth their time. Mm -hmm. Maybe add a, you know an extra little five percent on there. Well, like yeah, hey, a little twenty. Job. We're going twenty-five. We're going twenty-five. Hell, maybe I'll, I'll do maybe that. thirty. Maybe thirty if it was excellent it. service. Sure, yeah. Sure, I'm I'm default twenty, and yeah. I know that, that. I guess is unpopular. I've heard like people have come been in like twenty is like excellent service, and I am twenty. If it's f zero, I mean, fine. Yeah, you have to really, really. I don't. I don't mind if you mess up, 
Mm-hmm. It's it's um it's when you're just uh, not at my table enough or yeah that's when I'll start being like you know maybe I'm gonna dip down to fifteen sure hell maybe fourteen wow yeah yeah wow but that doesn't you know what I got to say about Austin Austin there's a lot of things you can complain about I have good service almost every time I go out in Austin I agree I totally agree Austin is a good service town it is a good service town I think a lot of people make a really good living waiting tables. Like in Austin, because I mean, obviously, it's um, a lot of the new restaurants are very expensive, um, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it's for weird that people, literally but... every restaurant that opens up is trying to get like a Michelin star here. It's yeah, like, oh, would... this is some few. This is like uh, fu- some fusion with some other fusion that doesn't belong. But guess what? We did it. Yeah, we did it like and that. It, and the name is one syllable. And you're not going to get out of here for under uh, three hundred dollars. Correct. This Sorry. Is, this is John. Check out our wine list, though. By Chef. Pierre Engvall, who's a Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah, but. here's our chef from Bulgaria. Sure. Probably makes a mean dish. Probably. Does it need to be $59? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, ick for me, Dave, this goes back to kind of the bar etiquette thing. When you're when you're sitting there politely, and maybe we're not, at, you know, the most handsome lads in the bar, uh, so we're not getting served immediately, but when somebody, you know, the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, mm-hmm. when somebody's just yelling or loud and flagging the bartender down vocally and they get served before you dude you know what immediately came to mind yeah and i think i i did this i did i thought this was the move in my 20s having your credit card in your hand and kind of holding it out Not i've good. definitely been guilty of that mm-hmm. and i know i've heard we've heard from bartenders before they're like no we hate that I hate that that is I a bad the the bad guy look. the guy who is too old to be at rustic tap and starts yeah. clicking the bar, like clicking his metal Amex right. on the table. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of getting personal with me. Do you do that? No. Oh, but I Jesus. Am too old to be at no, 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 no. I'm thinking of like Parents Weekend. Yeah, like <laughs> slick back hair guy. Oh yeah. Who you White know bathing suit wearing like jeans over black loafers and a button down <laughs> from 2004. Like that guy. Okay. Who clicks the the card on the table? You can't uh, click it on the on the bar. You don't do that. No, that's a please, bad look. No. It's a that, nervous tick. That that type of person is actually they're the most guilty of like half of the icks on this on my list. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, one thing that bothers me is people who there are a number of bars where they are very crowded, and if you get a spot, maybe it is up next to the bar, mm-hmm. like you're on the bar and you're taking up some real estate there. Don't act like I'm uh, personally aggrieving you for um trying to get a drink uh, either right next to you or through you and your and your fella yep your your uh, your outfit your we're all boards. trying to get the, the same location we're you all got a good the spot there mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can block everybody out no i hate that let them in let them in um one thing that honestly will will sober me up immediately i can be three sheets and if i get like an elbow to the to the side or yeah. the back with somebody trying to sneak through me more than more than once and it feels anywhere near on purpose i'm not necessarily seeing red but I, my my night is ruined you have sensitive ribs you're just you're kind of I getting do. over a, a rib injury i did break a rib famously uh is that better you haven't yeah no it's it. it's good, All right, good. it's good I've, there was there was like three weeks there though where i couldn't yeah i i would sneeze and i would be like oh did you ever think about having it removed no, I, I, you know, I think that's an expensive surgery, and our health insurance, while well, well, solid, is it's not, it's not covering rib removal. No, no, yeah, man. Any other itch, Dave? You got? No, I'm trying I to think they all, they were all very bar specific, but yeah, yeah. Um, oh, being late. Oh, being late. Yes, not great. What? Oh, is Randy the late guy? He's a late oh yeah, guy. Randy is the late guy. Randy is late to his own uh, birthday dinner. He'll be. We'll be. Hey, meet it. Meet it. Uh, Meet on West at 9 or wherever, 9.30, 9.36, 9.42. That's the Randy time. Um, yeah, this, you guys go way too early to the bars. I, we we went late last week, and there was lines of 90 people everywhere. I also don't want to be the person that shows up, the first one to show up. It's just weird. Oh, I totally don't mind being showing no, up, that'll getting change. a spot. Yeah. Dude, you'll, you'll come to love, depending on what bars you're going to, I love getting there before anybody and just having like a, a few minutes to – Order a beer at the bar, survey the place, 
Yeah, take a lap. Check Twitter, maybe do a tweet, let people know what I'm doing. Sure. Get an Instagram story out. You know, the, yeah. the, the you what are we something flare, Dave? What? Flare? I just I if there's a like the dinner is at this time, I'll be there at that time. If it's, we're just meeting at the bars, I'm not gonna be there on time. I'm gonna take oh, my time guy. getting ready and having a, enjoying my weekend. I'm not gonna, you know. Bro kill myself to get out there at a certain time when a, little dramatic, a little dramatic a little dramatic a little bit of a getting ready here. killing myself yeah people exactly. didn't know randy's the wash media diva yeah apparently i'm just gonna have fun i'm gonna i'm gonna sing in the shower for like 20 minutes wow two more icks yep real quick and these are mainly college bars but probably like a crowded west six or just a dirty six bar for sure okay uh sticky floor i had that on my list i hate that and then you ever been in a bar and you can smell like it? It's not throw up, but it's like yeah. smells like mm -hmm. bad bar it's, mat. It's stale. It's stale beer. It's it's it's, it's like wet rug beer. Yeah, it's like yeah. mildewy, just it's bar mildew. mat. Yeah. Uh, I get that when uh, maybe how about a table that has you put your arms down, especially oh, in yeah. the summer, mm. and you can just feel it what feels like you know kind of super glue yeah and you and you peel your arms up off of it because yeah. you're already a little sweaty in austin mm -hmm. and they just and there's maybe there's crumbs from popcorn or chicken wings or something like that and you're like ah, i don't want to be here anymore ick man not good we could do a whole episode good i think we just did i kind of i kind of think so you know that 15 minute club you know what doesn't give me the ick though dave smoking meats Mm. grilling meats mm -hmm. specifically with our friends over at butcher box oh yeah uh butcher box has stocked my freezer up like you can't imagine i'm literally bursting at the seams and i need the weather to warm up because i need to get out of my grill which it is right now famously it's actually like 80 degrees <laughs> and it's almost too humid to even so quite humid these yeah days. It, we had you know we had the seven days where it was comfortable in austin though those appear to those have, are behind yeah us. those are, are hope you enjoyed it see you see you in november again so. You know, the only thing that gets me out is grilling butcher box meats. Correct. That's this, what's going to get me point, out of bed. At this point, you do need to famously fix your smoker, though. But once you do, once you do, bring over some meats. You're looking for high quality meat from butcher box. Absolutely. I did give Micah the gift of ribs. You you really did. And, and, they and many delightful. other things. Yeah. I might have to bestow the gift of meat upon you, Dave. You know what? I would appreciate that because butcher box, I've, I've, I think I still have some butcher box stuff in my freezer mm -hmm. and it always delivers. It's very good. Yeah, because it's easy, easily, uh, easy to find high quality meat there and seafood that you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics, no added hormones. Love that. It's delivered right to your doorstep. Love that. With free shipping always. It's fantastic. It's a good deal. You know what you can do with Dave? You can get a curated box from the butcher box folks, put together something they think you might like, or customize your own. I like that too. An amazing variety of high quality cuts at a value you cannot beat, plus member deals, plus recipe inspiration, guides, tips, and hacks with your subscription. Dave, want to hear how you can get this special deal? Please, I'm, I'm listening and taking notes. Sign up today using code MAILIN to receive ground beef for a year plus $20 off your first order. That's so much ground beef. That's two pounds of ground beef free in every box for a year. Yeah, that'll do it. Plus $20 off your first order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash MAILIN and use code MAILIN. We're going to be making bolognese every other week. Meatballs. Heck yeah burgers mm, there's so many things you can really do a lot with free ground beef that's a good deal check it out folks sure is hey sally and brett here's my deal dave are you ready for this please i'm 28 and married we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old with a third baby due in september neither of us came from big families but when we got married we agreed that we wanted to have a big family early well they seem to be well on their way dude yeah uh, we absolutely love it. We love our kids. Our social life is active with friends and church families, and things are great. But we live in a two-bed, one-and-a-half-bath condo in the Austin area that's owned by my wife's family. We still pay 
$1,000 a month in rent to cover taxes and HOA fees, but our family is growing and we'll need to move out in the next couple of years. Am I being overly anxious about the idea of houses being so expensive? Our household income is 100K and the numbers don't seem to add up. Do I have to move far outside of Austin to afford something? The idea of home buying feels so far out of my reach and I genuinely have no idea what I'm going to do. Am I crazy for thinking this feels like an impossible task? Thanks, love the pod, and would appreciate y'all's input. Dave, you are a homeowner. I'm much more than that, but yes. You are much more than that, but at its core, it's facts. You go home to a piece of land and a home you own. Yeah. Kind of cool. It is cool. I, I, sometimes I go in the backyard and just kind of think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is mine. You yeah. own you own dirt. I mean, <laughs> hey, Dave, they're not making any more of it. You know? No, so, man, that's true. I don't own the minerals. Did you feel badly. overwhelmed going into that process? Yeah, absolutely. Especially in a city like Austin. Right. Um, and you said they're on, so they're not paying rent. They are just paying $1,000 a month to cover HOA and, and taxes. And property taxes, yeah. Okay. Let me just say, enjoy that while you can. Because that, I know because, baby number three on the way, yep. That's it's not going to be necessarily the best situation in that condo. But, boy, that is nice. That is very, very nice. And uh, I think it might, I don't. Without getting into your finances, like that's probably an opportunity to save a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I lot. feel like we're on uh, the Dave Ramsey show right now. Like yeah, we, we had the we had the income, we had the the situation. You should start saving money. How about <laughs> that, make your lunch. Yeah, that's right. my advice. Hey, shout don't out get, Dave Ramsey. Don't get Starbucks every day, Dave. No, your avocado toast, you freaking millennial. <laughs> what are you doing? No, uh, the issue is interest rates. And what that's yeah. going to look like in a year, two years. That's that's a big difference. That's I lucked out, and I, I, I typically don't discuss my interest rate publicly. Right. But we did get in before the hike. Yes. Which is very, very huge. Um, something else to consider, something that I knew, I knew about property taxes. I wasn't dumb. But, man, when that rolls around, mm-hmm. every time, you just never really prepare for it. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. ah. Yeah, no, no, no state income tax, Dave. But cool. uh, they gotta, they gotta make that somewhere else. And guess where yeah, that they is? They do. Yeah, that's Very out of your, cool. uh, on your property, actually. Um, let me say, there's, I know, like, you know, par- our parents' generation, American dream, own a home. You know, yeah, the blah, seventy-two thousand dollars four bedroom is no longer. It's not, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with renting. Correct. There's absolutely nothing wrong with living out just outside of Austin mm-hmm. in some of the more affordable affordable burbs. Um, all that, like, you can. There's no shame in it. I mean, like, it is it is egregious. Like, I get sent. I still am on like the Zillow, so we right. get to see home prices. And while they they have they've plateaued mm-hmm. um, down where we are, there's still. There's still so stuff that gets sent that's ludicrous. And, and I think, especially say you have three kids, like down payments are are an issue now. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just, hey, if you need, I, I know for first time home buyers, you kind of, there's some leeway as far as the down payment goes. But our parents used to put 20% down on a house. Yeah. That's honestly, that's what I thought. Yeah. And you realize that that not necessarily the case anymore because houses are so expensive and there's a, but there's a trade-off obviously, because the less you put down, the more you get hammered on the back end as far as interest goes. So I, I agree with you that I, I think renting is not looked at, or, or excuse me, home ownership is not looked at as like this mandatory thing anymore. Like maybe your parents might say it is. And it's like, Hey, we choose to spend our money elsewhere or build equity elsewhere or have maybe a retirement fund or a a lake house fund or fun fund, whatever you want to call it, that sort of replaces that home equity. Um, Or you go the home equity route and build it that way. And there's, that's, that's another route, but it's just, it's different than it used to be. And I think people are realizing that and and sort of planning for that. And what I would say to this guy is that I'm, I'm in your boat too. I'd love to own a house in, in the next five years. Is that possible? I don't know at this point. Yeah, uh, it seems like a lot. And there was a time I was like, man, I'm just, I don't think I'm ever going to own a house. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it happens for you and the right opportunity, the right home. It'll it'll all work. What were the ages on the kids again? 
Three, one, and third due in September. Okay. That's that's a good range. Yeah. That's a really good range. And you know something I don't hate doing and I think is sort of uh, not – like you don't really realize it and, until you need it is you can rent houses. You can rent a four-bed in Maynard. Sure. For a, a, a you know, a decent rate and get the space you need and not pay HOA and property taxes mm. and still provide yourself a little bit of an opportunity to save. Yeah. So, you know, don't, don't poo poo that option, especially if your goal is to save and build up the money for a house, maybe, maybe employment changes or, you know, I think there's just a lot of ways to do it. And the anxious feeling and the anxiety of it is because you don't really know where to start or you don't really know, or you, you think you're thinking too far down the line here because I, I've, I've been there and you hop on Zillow and you say, what can I afford? And it's like, Ooh, I can't. Yeah. And so that's where the anxiety comes in and you sort of get lost and stalled and then you just give up and then you write into the mail in because you're like, I don't know where to start. And I feel you cause I've been there. How many bedrooms in this condo? We have a in? two bed, one and a half bath for okay. what's about to be five humans. Ooh. Okay. Need some space. Need some space. I would say stay in, stay in the situation you're in as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And just because you're, you've, even though the space is not going to make sense here in a year, you got a good thing. Sure. Right now. Sure. But you're, you're, you're thinking about this a year, two years out. And that's a good, that's good. You're not mm -hmm. just realizing it, you know, after baby number three, they're like, oh yeah, this, we don't have enough space in here. Like you're, you're, yeah. you're getting ahead of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a good step. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, it's, it seems just such an, like a thing to, oh, hey, save, save your money. It's like, well, I, you have three kids, all of which are young. You're 28. Child you, care is expensive. Child care is expensive. It's like, well, I, you know, hey, I'd love to, but sometimes it's not an option. Right. So I'd say explore the rental market. Don't look, of, look at home ownership as a necessity. I understand that people like to do it. I understand why people do it. Um, but it's not what it used to be. Sure. And you, you play that game until the situation changes as far as interest rates go or home prices go or your income changes. You know, like sometimes you just have to ride it out for a little bit. And this might not be a bad thing to just be present and be content with your present, especially given a third child on the way. Well said. And congratulations on baby number yeah, three. Very much so. Congrats. Let's do the next one, Dave. Hey, guys. Went to a bachelor party, and the best man, who was the groom's brother, covered the big steakhouse dinner. How nice of him. Very cool. The bill is well over $1,000, and he's saying that it's the gift to everyone for coming out. My question is, do you let him have this, or do you try to do the math and split and send a Venmo? I'm interested because I am the best man at my brother's wedding and was planning on covering something big, like the Airbnb, like the dinner, but my brother's party is going to be smaller. Okay. Good question. This does happen time to time. Mm -hmm. um, or like a dad will pick it up or something, yeah. you know. So I don't think the move is to figure out like what you would have owned on this dinner. I think that's a, that's nice that you, you think that, but the best thing you can do is, um, I guess the trip's already done with, but like mm -hmm. the, the best thing to do in a scenario like that is you get their drinks, totally something like that, even though it may not, it's very unlikely to add up to what he paid on the dinner. Mm -hmm. Unless this dude's just a power drinker, which whatever, um, just doing that is a good enough gesture. Um, because yeah, this was a gift, the best man, whoever it is, you know, if it's the brother or the father, they're, they're doing this because they're trying to be nice and like, yeah, that it, they will appreciate it. But I promise you, they are not expecting, uh, Venmos. I think. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, I don't know what this person's circumstances are, but like, if you're willing to do that, you probably make a pretty good income, have a good living. Yeah, it, it's it doesn't sound like this is going to hurt that guy a whole a whole bunch. No, or if or if it's you know it's one of those things that hey, I want to do this, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't try to sort of get underneath that offer. Uh I would just let it happen. And then like you said, in any case, make the effort to pick up his tab for the rest of the night. Um yeah. or the Uber or whatever it may be. Sure. You know, you you try to chip in, hey, thanks for the dinner. I got this round. Your 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 rounds on me. It's whatever it might be. But uh I think you as the future best man who is probably hosting most of this upcoming bachelor party i think it's a great gesture something i would love to do something i would love to have done for me right like the the best man picking up something i like the idea of getting the uh, airbnb i yeah if you because if, you, if you're rolling with that kind of dough sure. if you got that money because i feel like assuming your friends aren't like total assholes they will they're, you're probably not going to pay for a dinner at all. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. Or a you drink will, for, you will get for picked a couple up. nights. So I think you'll, you're more likely to get, get that back than had you just picked up a dinner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cause I, you know, I've been, I've been on bachelor parties where that is a thing. I've been on some where it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, in your early twenties, mid twenties, it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. It's one thing to have the guy, the points guy, right? The, who's like i'm gonna pick this up but your client the venmo is coming out afterwards yeah oh yeah um it's another thing to say i'm picking this up and this is my treat to y'all thanks for flying to wherever it might have been yeah so yeah you know that works out especially maybe if it's a place that the the best band lived you know and he, he doesn't need to travel or something like that then just let him have it but shouts to uh best men out there picking up the steakhouse dinner very cool. Very cool. That can get away from you real quick. Speaking of bachelor parties, Dave, I have I have a question. I brought this up the other day, and at, at my future bachelor party and undetermined date and time in the in the, in the not near future, probably. I want to play golf with my with my best friends in the world, right? I brought up the idea of a scramble, much like we did at Dylan's bachelor party. Yeah, and the company Quite. I was with was like, "Fuck no, I don't want to play a scramble at a bachelor party." And I said, "I was like, why? Doesn't that make it more fun? Because you're mixing handicaps, you're mixing skill levels, yeah, and you're mixing, and you make it more fun for people that might not be familiar with each okay. other." Okay, so here's how I think about that. Depends on the course. Sure. If we're playing, if we're somehow playing pebble. Sure. I don't want to play a scramble on Pebble Beach. Okay. You want to keep your own ball? I want to, yeah. Keep your score. Um, if this is a golf-centric bachelor party, like we're going to play two or three rounds, there should be no issues with throwing a scramble in there at I all. totally agree. And honestly, if the, the company you're bringing, if there's some people who really don't play much, if there's a Randy in the group, no offense, then they're, it's – I feel like it's customary to do a scramble just to involve the, the non- people who aren't serious golfers, but so they can feel like they're included and have mm. like, you know what I mean? They totally. can, they can contribute. Yeah. And a scramble is the obvious way to do that. Right. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. I don't think so either. We play, how many times do we play at Dylan's? I can't we even remember. played twice. Right. We played that first day yep. and I played with you and I didn't mm-hmm. know it, but I was just coming off the flu and I was dead inside. Yep. Uh, bad day. <laughs> we kept our own ball, and then we played the scramble at Paiute. Yes, which was that was one of the most fun rounds of golf I've had in the last few years. That was just so good, incredible. And we Course. played it because of the weather. Remember that? It was, yeah, it was not supposed to be a scramble, but we said basically on the first tee, like, "Hey, it's thirty mile an hour winds. It's going to be miserable. Let's let's do the scramble." It's like there's low clouds just like weird mist it was it was just a wild weather day yeah We're like we should scramble because this is going to be a long long day if we all play our own ball and it turned into one of my favorite rounds of golf ever yeah that was really fun so, so i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think people don't like the idea of it because it's like oh i want to keep my ball or I'll keep my own score and then they play it and it becomes very fun because you then you get to know a work buddy and a high school buddy like become friends right or they have some sort of fun interaction and then it it's more i think it's more inclusive it's fun watching a guy a randy who doesn't play but maybe a couple times a year uh drain like a 15 footer totally like when the group needs it you know Mm -hmm. that that makes it a lot of fun and i think the team aspect makes it fun with 
you know, the, the cart girl comes around and you're, you're celebrating and you're, you're getting shots for the team behind you or whatever it might be. That's what the boys be doing. Get out of here with the no yeah, scramble on, on bachelor it's your, party. It's your bachelor party. Yeah. First hole on our, our scramble at Paiute. So it was Dylan, KJ, and I. That yeah. was a team. And hit the fairway. We had, I think we had like 160 in, but there was wind. So we were all hitting like five and six irons. Mm -hmm. Dylan and I hit two just terrible shots. And then KJ, for some reason, KJ was hitting last. KJ does not <laughs> play golf. KJ put a six iron to like 12 feet. Yep, I remember that. And I was just like, okay. I remember yeah. I remember it's being on the ridge in front of you guys, just being like, was that KJ? And we're, yeah, and so we're still talking about that. Yeah. So yeah, more fun can happen with the scramble. Yeah. Hey, if you're the best man, Dave, for your hypothetical brother's wedding, mm -hmm. maybe you picked up the steakhouse tab. Maybe you picked up his Nutrafol prescription. <laughs> yeah. Or some subscriptions. That's Excuse a tremendous me. gesture. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel scary and stressful. And that just adds to the problem. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair, and it's more common, normal even. So going through it can feel lonely, can feel frustrating. Brother, right here. It's time to change the conversation, Dave. Hey, I wish I had Nutrafol in my 20s. Let's join the thousands of people standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Dave's team, Nutrafol. I take, I take Nutrafol every day. Do you? I really do. Yeah. It's a phenomenal product. It absolutely works. And I walk into my dermatologist's office occasionally. What's there on the wall behind the cashier that's the front desk girl? A wall full of Nutrafol. Yeah, because it is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. That's why you see it there. Works for me, our friend Dylan, who we've referenced on this show. Sure. Really working for him. Really working for him. And thinning is different for men and women, Dave. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician-formulated using natural, medical-grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. And in clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. You can go thicker, thicker healthier hair by, uh, and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code MAILIN to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to United States customers for a limited time. Again, free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code MAILIN. Copy's interesting. Uh, but we do love Nutrafol. It's just some, some, some liberties have been taken with the grammar there. Pick up your uh, pick up your boys' neutrophil prescription or uh, subscription. subscription. I love that. The <laughs> what, what, Randy? Well, welcome to the mail in, uh, Dave, where Brett does the biggest stretches for segments. <laughs> I mean, you ad, could ad, pick up a subscription. You like could, <laughs> like, hey man, just letting you know, I got your sub. They call me the Segway. That's right, you and Will. <laughs> hey guys, I'm down bad. I've been talking to this girl for a while now. We've known each other for years as friends. We've gone on a few trips together and hung out lately, whether drinks or dinners, but it all seems to be just as friends. And I have no idea how to go about making the next move. We've both talked about dating, but in a jokingly way. Oh, no. I really enjoy being around her and doing things together, so I don't want to screw things up if she isn't feeling the same. I normally have no issue making the first move with someone, but with her, it just seems different since I really do like her and don't want to ruin what I have. I feel like I have friend zone myself and any help figuring this out would be much appreciated. Have you thought about writing her a poem? A haiku, perhaps. Maybe a nice sonnet. A nice 575, Dave. <laughs> We've done friend zone stuff before on this, but not with Dave Ruff. Oh man, Mr. So Friendzone himself, the D-Man. <laughs> really, Mr. Friendzone? Not an official nickname, right. thankfully. Um, Dave, what does our man do here? I have I have my opinions, but I want to hear from you first. Oof. Um, 
Classic, yeah, I classic mean, scenario. There's definitely no doubt you are in the friend zone. Correct. Like that is a fact. This is everything you've laid out. There's not, this isn't murky, right? No. Um, you've gone on trips together. And there's to my knowledge, there hasn't been like a just a random like, oh, we made out. No. None of that. Okay. Nope. So now that we've established what this is, how can you take it to what you want it to be? I think you just have to. You've got to balance like this friendship versus um, you, you got to be willing to lose it. You got to look. Correct. You, you, you have can't, to. You can't. You, knowing where you are in your mental state here uh, as far or excuse me, more of the emotional side of things. You have to be completely prepared for this to you, 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 two roads diverging here, Dave. You got to It's going to work or you're going to it's not going to be the same. And it sounds like y'all have a good enough friendship to where she's not gonna like laugh in your face. No. And 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 probably unless you really beef it, which I don't think you will, she's not gonna just stop talking to you altogether. You're not gonna get cut out. Yeah. Um, it will definitely change the dynamic, hopefully in your favor. But I think you just have to be like, hey, we've been hanging out a lot. And the more we hang out, the more I realize like I want this to be something more. Sure. I think you don't. I think movies and TV have sort of romanticized like the just making a move thing. Yeah. I think you leave, I, I think we back off just like going in for the kiss. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because that could end that that could end a friendship. I watched Love Island UK. You can't do that. No, you gotta talk this thing out first. Talk it out. That's the best way to do it and be very direct and be confident in, in your delivery. Don't ramble. Don't do what I do and just kind of dance around it for a little bit. And then like, hey, you know, just be blunt, be blunt. And she'll appreciate that. And if she's like, honestly, I, I just see us as friends, but like, completely cool with that. Yep. I hope this isn't weird between us. Sure. And I promise you'll be okay. I can't make that promise Ooh. since I've never met you or her. Reel it but back. Reel it in. The friendship will still be there. I believe so too. I think it's one of those things where you, you, you can't, it may be comfortable. It's sort of procrastinating, right? It's comfortable to sit in this sort of murky zone where you're not too high and not too low. And you can just, you, you just keep it going for however long you want to. But eventually if you stay here, she's going to get a boyfriend and you're going to hate that because you never made uh, a, an attempt to figure things out on your end. And then that, that prolongs things and that puts you in a position though where you don't want. And it, it doesn't give you any closure because you're always wondering what could have been. So the more the, the more quickly you act on this from a, let's go get a drink, let's go to dinner, let's go get a coffee and lay out maybe where you're at. And like Dave said, be blunt. Uh, just say, we've been, uh, we've been on these trips, we've been on these dinner dates that aren't dates, we've hung out a bunch, we're best friends. I'm getting to the point where I can't hide my feelings for you anymore. Sure. And I don't know if, if he mentioned this, but um, how has she reacted when he's gone on dates? Sure. Yeah. What's the, I, there's no mention of that. It could be an indicator. Like, is she overly protective? Yeah. Did you know she text I mean? you immediately or during? Exactly. How's it, how's it going? Yeah. And definitely when you react, no matter what answer she gives you, do not, Get too excited and definitely do not get too visibly upset. Yeah, if she shuts you down, don't and you're dead inside. Yeah, you don't don't show that. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a chance you might be right. I completely understand. But we've all been there. But this is you know we're in a, a time in life where moving on and getting over and and it is critical in your twenties and your thirties. Because there are going to be other people and you you find or you just bump into. And it may not feel like it at the time, but there's always going to be someone new that you meet or you're friends with or and et cetera. If you, if you get rejected, know this. How you act after that will be very important to her. Yeah. Um, because she will be watching. And it may bode well for you down the road if you handle it like a champ. Sure. Like it doesn't bother you that much. Like, yeah, you're like, okay, a little disappointed. But who knows? Six yeah. months, she may she may start looking at you differently. Sure. Especially if, if you've now 
told her that. Yeah, and you've gone on trips with the, with her. Like y'all been friends for a long time. Like you obviously, you're obviously a cool dude. Yeah, it's not, to her. Like there, there's a reason you guys are still hanging out all yeah. the time. Just maybe, maybe it's a, uh, maybe she feels the same way, and there's kind of waiting for like a conversation. She doesn't know how to how to describe it. Maybe it's gonna, it's not gonna go well. But Sally would have been good for this question. You need, yeah, you, you know what? You need to. It, it's time. You we're we're years into this. Question: Do you do this in a alcohol environment or a non-alcohol environment? Oh, I'm gonna say alcohol only, but a limited. Like we're we're on we're we're one drink into a happy hour. Not Friday night on no rainy. no 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 no. Yeah, we're we're on a Thursday night happy hour. We've each had a glass of wine, and we're not we're not trying to get in one yeah um and we're we're one-on-one because that can obviously affect your emotions it can affect her emotions and you just you want reality you don't want her to say something that like two days later she's like i was kind of drunk i don't know why yeah kind of one one to calm the nerves yeah 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 and then but before this before you're before you're even buzzed sure sure yeah yeah you'll be fine best of luck to you randy any any comments here I would probably just summarize all that you guys said. It's pretty much you're in a you're at a fork in a road right now. It's either you go with her or without her, but like you're just holding yourself back by not like choosing a path right now. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, if she gets a boyfriend, that other path is going to get closed off, and you're gonna like weirdly closed. Yeah, off. you're going to continue down the path that you now only have, and you're always mentally be there. So when you have to, you have to make a decision now. Yogi Barrett, Dave, when you come to the fork in the road. Take it. <laughs> man he was full of them he sure was of all the people i know you're one of them yogi bear or johnny bench who you got johnny bench definitely johnny bench great great one of the greatest the great johnny bench hey brett and sally and dave first time long time i'm writing in because my fiance and i are disagreeing on my career path i work in finance and i do pretty well for myself finance sorry finance I also like to trade in my own accounts. During the pandemic, I started to get into option trading, and I had always done pretty well. Lately, though, I've been making a bunch of money on doing that. I think if I focused on this full-time, I could make even more money than I do now. My fiancé is worried that I won't have a consistent income, job security, or health insurance, and luckily, I can just get on her insurance once we get married, so that's one less thing to worry about. I get her concerns about stability, but I think this could be a great opportunity to actually make a lot of money. Who do you think is right? So he or she, he, he doesn't have time. He can't do this full time or he can't just do this at night. He thinks that if he sits in front of the screen, trading options all day, we're in good shape. We're full time shape. Now, what kind of money have you saved up? That's the thing. Are we, is there any sort of safety net? Are there any sort of savings that you don't want to tap into? Or, or have we built up a, you know, I, I just, I hesitate to say if you have something that's pretty good as it is and options trading and, and the market during the pandemic, the last couple of years after the big crash has been uh, good to great. And now we're experiencing some froth here, and I don't know if options trading is even as profitable as it was uh, six months ago. Because if you're not timing the shorts correctly, then you can be fucked, right? Yeah, I can't really speak to the merits of being an option trader full time. No, I'm not. It's, that's out of my out of your depth expertise. as it is mine. But but I completely understand her concerns. Yeah, you're about to get married. Sounds like you have a good job. Mm-hmm. very stable extremely so i just don't know if now is the time to pursue this it sounds like it's it's doing really well as a side hustle so why not keep the good side hustle with the extremely stable and what sounds like profitable job uh what's the word i'm looking for a lucrative lucrative job mm-hmm. yeah thank you and keep the the semi to to perhaps greatly lucrative side gig. Yeah, cuz you can have you can be an option trader on the side, but you can't do whatever part of finance I'm assuming as a side gig. So, 
you either do one or you do both in the way that you're doing it now. You see yeah, what I'm saying? I do, and I, I totally agree with you. I think in, in terms of who is right, I get where you're coming from, and usually on this podcast we're like, uh, hey, man, like take the leap. Go for it. You're, like, you, you're about you don't to wanna, get married, though. But you're about to get married. Maybe there's yeah. a kid in the future. Stability is, is, is nice to have now, uh, especially with this market uncertainty, which I guess is sort of the point of options trading because you can take advantage of that volatility. But yeah, I hesitate to say do it full time. Yeah. I like the side gig nature of it. Making beer money, maybe making more than beer money. Unless you're married, marrying a, a member of Congress who uh, can uh, yes. who can hit you with some intel, right? And you can get that Pelosi money, right? Yeah, the little insider. Yeah, how about the the bill co-sponsored by Matt Gates and AOC? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, I'm sure that no one will be able to find any workarounds there. Sure. But you know what? It's a nice gesture. Uh, you know what? It is. It's and that's pretty much. You got to be happy with it. Uh. It, Please be careful if you're doing this. I I just don't. The scenario either ends horrendously, and you probably end up, I don't know, maybe losing a marriage or losing your partner over this, or yeah. you end up fantastically wealthy. So, yeah, and like, let me say, if you do, if you do continue to be an option trader, and you have some like some sick, some sick tips, and you want to hit me up. And Brett too. Yeah, and sure. Randy, like, let us know, because like, I would love to know. I would love to know what to do. I have this syndicate that's buying, uh, uh, you know, four to ten acre parcels out west. Yeah. If you want, if you want in, uh, it's one person right now. So, just let me know. It's a good little outfit you got there. Alpacas way. Alpacas way. Dave, I'm a fan of Squarespace. Me too. You could perhaps tr tr you can't trade options on Squarespace. But you could probably write a blog about how you trade options in Squarespace. You could. You can do a lot. And it, the most important thing, I could do it. And I am not tech savvy at all. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website. Engage with your audience and sell anything. Your products, content you create, even your time, Dave. If you were to coach one thing in this world, what would it be? Oh, um... Sheesh, I would love to coach people on uh, closing deals. Deal closer. Yeah, deal closers only. Actually. Coach Dave. Coach Dave. Well, Coach Dave. Yeah. If you had a Squarespace for Coach Dave's deal closing, deal closers only. Yeah. You have a member area. Squarespace Ooh. makes it easier for creators to monetize their content and, and expertise in a way that fits their brand with a member area. You can unlock a new revenue stream for your business and free up time in your schedule by selling access to gated content like videos, courses, or newsletters. Okay. Coach Dave. Hey. You can schedule appointments and online booking and scheduling for your classes or sessions to your Squarespace website. Clients can easily see your availability or reschedule if needed, taking the hassle out of coordinating calendars. Thank you for coming to my detox. And Coach Dave. Hey. How about analytics? Big. I love getting in the weeds. Use insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. So, Coach Dave, are you ready for this? Please. Head to go, uh, excuse me, head to squarespace.com slash mail-in for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch the Coach Dave's uh, brand, use offer code mail-in to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain like coachdave.com. Again, head to squarespace.com slash mail-in for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch coachdave.com, use offer code mail-in to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Dave, last one here. Ready? Let's go. Hey, Sally and Brett and Dave. First time, long time. Over Memorial Day weekend, my girlfriend and I will be in Austin for the first time for a wedding on Sunday. Okay. I like that. However, on Saturday... She has bridesmaid ablos, obligations, that leave me by my lonesome until 3 o'clock. Buddy. What should I do as a first-timer in Austin until 3 p.m. on Saturday? Give me some help. Thanks. Just go sit at a steakhouse bar. Go Maybe. to Carve. I, hey, never a bad idea. Um, so depending on how many uh, friends you're going to have in the same boat, whether it's 
acquaintances that you don't, you know, your your girlfriend or your your wife's college yep. friends' husbands that you see like once a year at weddings. Mm-hmm. That's always a fun one. Sure. Because you've got all the things to talk about. You're not sick of this person. You don't know them well enough to not like them. So you go meet up at the bar. You go watch. This is Memorial Day. I don't know what, what you'll have on TV. MDW sporting wise. You'll probably have some. Uh, you'll Maybe you'll have a playoff game that starts okay. at, at noon, whether yeah. it's NHL or NBA. Sure. You'll probably have some baseball to throw on as background noise. Dude, go wherever you're. I don't know where you're staying, but there's probably a cool restaurant slash coffee shop nearby. Sure. So sleep in a little bit. Enjoy that while you can. Nice. Maybe sneak a workout in or a run. Okay. Maybe go run the trail. People like that. It's probably gonna be hot and humid. Wouldn't know, be for me. Yeah. But maybe for maybe me. hit your gym if get you a, got one. Get a, just get a sweat in. You'll get feel so in. good about yourself. You, if you will. Get a, if you get a Saturday morning sweat in, it's a great start. Um, go to the coffee shop. By yourself, sit there, have some coffee, maybe look at Twitter, look at the New York uh, Times, whatever you read, the New York sure. Slimes, whatever it might what, be. What, let's make this Austin, though. Maybe a breakfast taco, Dave. Breakfast ta- tacos El are a That works for me. Veracruz. There's a number of spots. You can't right. go wrong. There's very few bad breakfast tacos, in I would say in most places, but in Austin especially. Sure. Um, from there, see how you feel. Maybe you got to go back to the hotel and, you know. Yeah. Are you going barbecue? Mash that Mondo button. You could. go. Oh, I don't know if I'm going Q. <laughs> a little Q before the wedding is always tough. But, but you, you have a full day of recovery. You do have a full day of recovery, it, depending on like what kind of self-control you have. Yeah. I've gone to Terry Black's by myself a couple times, yeah. which right here on Barton Springs, one of my favorite places. Go in, get you a plate, realize that there's going to be a line if, unless you get there uh, 11 or before. But man, do it. Do it right. And and have some beers. Maybe go sit at like a if if the weather's good, go to Little Woodrow's on West Sixth. Uh, there you go. Catch They've some got, sports. They'll have whatever sports is on, they'll have it on. Um, or if you wanted to go somewhere inside and do that, go to uh Lavaca Street. There you go. There's a, there's one south and there's one downtown. There's also one north, uh, if you're at the domain. There's a north, there's a domain in Lavaca. There sure is. Didn't know that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, there's nothing, don't don't overthink this. Get some breakfast tacos, get some barbecue if you'd like. There's plenty of options there. Uh, you only have till 3 o'clock, so you don't want to show up blitzed. So I, I wouldn't say necessarily hammer cocktails at the bar. Maybe get on, get on South Congress, get a pair of boots, get a hat. Walking South Congress is cool. There's, yeah. plenty, of, there's plenty of food, plenty of people watching. Sure. It's a good spot. Um, if you know, if you got some dudes and maybe they want to sneak in nine, 18, like a morning Absolutely, round, yeah. plan ahead, you can probably go do it. Yeah. I would recommend just going to Hitting Lions because it's right there, centrally located. It's not, not the best course, but nope. it's they'll let you do what you want. Amen. That's all you can ask for. So, yeah. yeah enjoy wanna, it. If, enjoy it. If you want to get wet, get wet. Paddleboard. You could paddleboard. I would put some sunblock on. Maybe this is what I would do, Dave. Uh, as one, as I've done this before, rent a jet ski. Perhaps you really liked renting rent jet skis. I That's almost, I almost bought one. You yeah, I was really it. far too close to to a purchase agreement for a jet ski. Unbelievable. Yep. If I had a slip, it was game over. Enjoy. You're you're in a good spot. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be one of the better mornings of your year. Also, DM Randy. He'll probably come out with you. Yeah. He may be late, but he'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, Dave, do you have any shower thoughts before we bounce? Oh, man. Shower thoughts. Thinking about what this El Nino year is going to look like. Is it? It's going to be hot, cold, or wet, right? Is it's it going to be wet. Yeah. Um, I think the next... Hey, we need it. We do need it. Um, Austin, southwest Austin is still in, I think, moderate to extreme drought. Now, if you look around uh, north of San Antonio, around... You know, out to Kerrville Way, sure. southwest of here, Johnny very Manziel very territory. severe draft drought. Yeah, that, and does that is that sort of affecting the the level of Lake Travis, or is that more Lano area? That, that's that, more Lano. I'm not going to even Lano. So I Lano Lano. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I know, I know. I should bog on that. But yeah, yeah. You want to see the you want to see uh, the recharge zone. So way out west. Out Northwest Way, right? Marble Falls, um, but Mar- yeah, it's still you want to. I, I just I get depressed when I see drought, even if it's not affecting me like necessarily where I live. It's mm-hmm. just I don't like seeing that at all in Texas. No, but I'm just wondering, like, what are we in for uh, a very damp and humid summer? And I think we are. Hate which, to see it. 
should keep temperatures down, but also the humidity. So you're still going to have the heat index and it's going to be just not fun. Swamp it up, dude. So enjoy the good days while you can. You know what? That's, this is what I think about in the shower, Brad. That's uh, that's words to live by. Enjoy the good days while you can. Yeah, man. Get that tatted. Randy, any showers thoughts from you before we bounce? Are sliders just microdosing beers? Burgers, I mean. Well, are sliders microdosing burgers? Because um, they are smaller than your traditional burger. Does three sliders equal one burger? Something like that. Third of a pound of meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could put it that way. I do like having sliders because they're much easier to uh, hold and consume. And uh, often you get more flavor per bite because the condiments are more well-proportioned. Why do they call them sliders? Because they just slide down your gullet? You know what, Dave? That's my shower thought. Why is it a slider? <sighs> Why? I don't really. I, I don't have any other than my other headlight went out, so I cannot get my car inspected before I get my other headlight replaced. That's a story for another day. Okay. Please subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell the friend about the show. Hit the hotline number eight 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 three six two M A I L. That is eight 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 three six two six two four five. Or you can run in at the link to the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. Uh, or at the bottom of this episode in these uh, in the description. Dave, before we bounce, where can the people find you? Circling Back Podcast, Too Much Dip Podcast, occasionally on the Cold Stove Podcast when they want to really great, talk X's Great and appearance O's. last week. At uh, DC Ruff on Instagram, at D Carter Ruff on Twitter. Find me there. Thank you, Dave, for hopping on with us today. Thank you for having me. So I know uh, Sally will be back next week. Thank you, Randy on the ones and twos. Thank you, Adam. <coughs> Clip cutting extraordinaire. I am Brett Merriman. You can find me at Schmerriman on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye.